decision to make. An innocent life versus the future of all mankind. Whatever future humanity might have depends upon the choice that is made right here, right now. Cinema Geekly's Doctor Who podcast. I'm Anthony Lewis. I'm Aaron DeLosa. Uh, once again, wishing Ben Knight a, a healthy and, and speedy recovery. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, just the ups and down roller coaster ride uh, that he's battling right now. So hopefully he'll be he'll be feeling better uh, for next week, and we can probably sneak in his thoughts on this week's episode uh, as well. Um, it's weird to say that because we record this on Doctor Who Day every week. Uh, so when I say this just a couple hours before it airs in the UK, <laughs> right, right. And so it's whenever I say this week's episode, I'm really referring to the 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 most current episode that has aired at the time that we are recording the podcast is what Correct. I mean. Um, so this week we are talking about series eight, episode seven entitled Kill the Moon. Uh, so we're going to hop right on in talking about uh, what went down. Uh, in this episode, um, Aaron, you know, if there's one thing uh, I've learned from a nightmare in silver, the Matt Smith episode, mm-hmm. it's that if there is a child who becomes aware that the doctor is a thing and that he travels through time and space, uh, it is a guaranteed certainty that that child will be traveling with the doctor in the very next episode, <laughs> uh, which is what happened in the episode previous to nightmare and silver. Those uh, um Clara's uh, the kids she was she was watching or babysitting or however you want to put it nannying perhaps nannying um they they became aware of Clara's travels and that the doctor uh, is a is an alien time traveler and lo and behold in the nightmare and silver those kids were traveling with Clara and the doctor and uh that's what happened man last week's episode the caretaker uh it was uh what Courtney Courtney Woods Courtney Courtney yes mm, I want to say it's Courtney Woods um yes, yes. And, uh, yeah, she found out that the doctor is a space time traveling alien. And, uh, as, uh, as fate would have it, she's traveling with Clara and the doctor in this episode. Uh, you know, because I, I, he wouldn't tell her, uh, she was special. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to touch on that topic real quick too. Cause I think that's a really interesting topic, but let's, let's talk about this real quick. So, uh, the doctor takes Clara and Courtney, uh, on a trip. Uh, and, uh, they go to visit the moon in the year, I believe it's 2049. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when they get there though, uh, they are not alone. They're also with them is a, a space shuttle, which has precisely 100 nuclear warheads on it. <laughs> uh, why, why, why they needed 100 precisely. I'm not sure. I don't know if you would need 100, maybe you would need more. I, I'm not sure. 
Uh, I think really they were almost full at about 91, but someone's OCD kicked in. It's like, no, 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 we got to get oh, to 100. Right. It's like, that's such an uneven number. And any number, right. any number in the 90s, I don't care if it's 92 or 94, that, that still doesn't feel quite right. Yeah, that's not working for me. We could push, we could push that to 100. Let's, uh, let's put some in the bathrooms. Let's, uh, I'm willing, I'm willing to guess that those, that was our country. Like, no, we can get nine more in there. Oh, we, yeah. Absolutely. Stuff it. <laughs> yeah, let's take out some of these oxygen tanks. We could fit the fit another bomb over there. <laughs> right. Um, noting the moon's higher gravity uh, and and meeting the captain of the space shuttle, Captain Lundvik, the doctor questions uh, the doctor questions her only to find out that the team is on a suicide mission to blow up the moon. Turns out, Aaron, there is a uh, there's something going on with the moon. It's a, it's increased. Uh, gravity and mass has caused a high tide that is threatening Earth. Uh, it's, it's already killed a bunch of people. It could kill more. Uh, so their mission is to destroy the moon in the hopes that this will alleviate uh, the pressure it is putting on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently this is the only way to save the planet. Uh, as the uh, the astronauts are prepping to to blow up everything, uh, they are attacked like uh, by sp- now, uh, according to Wikipedia here, Aaron, they say spider-like creatures. Uh, uh, I, I, I would, I would fathom a guess that they're, they're in fact spiders. <laughs> they're not. Yeah. They had eight legs. They had webs. Um, they right. kind of have the mouths from the uh, the creatures from Attack the Block, which they kind of reminded me of a little bit. And they were, they had a bit of that glowing. They had like a red glow to them as yeah, well. Yeah, kind uh, of another really great design on the, on the monster. This oh week. no, no, absolutely, they look awesome. Um, so, uh, they, they find a, you know, they find a bunch of colonists that are, uh, that were killed by these things and they're entombed in webs. And, uh, of course the doctor has to investigate all of this. Uh, and in the midst of his investigation, he has made the, uh, on its face anyway, the ridiculous assertion that the moon is not a moon. The moon is an egg. And the reason why the moon has increased its, uh, its mass is because there is a creature growing in the center of it that has gotten just big enough. It's ready to pop. And uh, that is why the moon's uh, mass has shifted and it's causing all of these problems on Earth. Um, and that the spiders, despite their spider-like appearance and the fact that they create <laughs> webs, are in fact not spiders. They are, uh, I guess, what, a bacteria or, or, or germs or something that live uh, on and around the body of this creature. Um, they seem gigantic. Yeah, just like little parasites, almost like, you know, like, cry, like, you know, giant crabs. Sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's why they seem so big to, uh, to, uh, us puny mortals. And of course the doctor, uh, but to this gigantic creature that is supposedly growing inside, um, you know, it is, uh, it is but germs to it. So, um, so yeah, once, uh, once Clara and, uh, and, uh, Captain Lundvik have come to grips with, uh, this ridiculous, uh, this ridiculous assertion, uh, that the moon is in fact an egg and not a moon, uh, it then comes down to, uh, to making their decision a bit tougher. Do they, uh, do they let the creature, uh, do they let the creature emerge from its shell, possibly spreading gigantic, uh, pieces of moon into the earth's atmosphere and thus perhaps killing more people or do they kill the baby? That is growing inside of uh, of the moon, so that's kind of like the big. Um, oh, what a heavy fucking episode! Oh Jesus. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a big choice, and um, the doctor has decided at this point 
that he's kind of sick of because they're arguing back and forth about what to do. And the doctor has decided he is sick of uh, making these choices for humanity and uh, leaves essentially leaves Clara and Captain Lundvik to decide Earth's fate for themselves um, for the most part. Right. He's just like, look, I, this is yep. up to you. You have to decide your fate. Uh, you know, so good luck with that. And he just up and leaves them, uh, with all of these nuclear, uh, warheads that are armed, uh, because uh, Clara, you know, after this, Clara decides to go to, uh, um, essentially to space Twitter. And she's like, Hey earth, uh, <laughs> hashtag kill the baby hashtag save, you know, uh, right. save the baby. And, uh, essentially earth votes, uh, of, of course, kill this child. Look at all these people down here. You're sacrificing one life for all of our lives. And Clara can't quite uh, bring herself to do this, even though the, the weapons are armed. They're running out of time. At the very last possible second, she hits the button to disarm them uh, when the doctor reemerges and takes them back to Earth before the, uh, the baby hatches from the shell. And uh, they watch from Earth as it does. And the shell, like uh, like an actual shell and not like a giant space rock, just harmlessly disintegrates uh, up in space. And when this new creature is born, it deposits another egg in its wake, AKA another moon restabilizing earth uh, and all is well uh, with the exception of the fact that Clara is really, really, really pissed that the doctor left her there uh, to make this decision for herself. Um, apparently her, her, her argument is that uh, Earth is important to the Doctor as well, so it's it's also kind of his decision. You know, they need him, and she's like, "Look, if if you don't think, uh, you know, if you don't think you need to be here for situations like this, then just go. Don't you know, go and don't come back." Uh, and she's like, "Yeah," and this felt like Clara's breaking point, uh, and she went, uh, you know, to to go be consoled by Danny Pink who, you know, uh, in the previous episode thought that... So evil like that guy, man. God damn, is he right. creeping me out? Holy shit. Um, and the doctor is left to his own devices, and that's sort of where we are uh, at the end of this episode. Um, I am I am really torn in a lot of ways by this episode. There's stuff that I, that I liked, and there's stuff that I didn't like, and I'm not sure if I was supposed to not like it on purpose, or what but uh what what did you think of the episode what didn't you like um i mean it's it's hard to tell um it's i mean first you you know when you're watching a show like this anyway you have to throw a a lot of uh things out the window i'm a very sciencey person Mm -hmm. uh so i have to kind of throw away the absolutely ridiculous uh just like the physics of the possibility of the moon not being a big rock in space, but instead a, a fairly thin shell that can be disintegrated. Um, just, right. I mean, that's a ridiculous concept, but this is sometimes a ridiculous show. Um, so it's not like that's something I hated. Um, it did feel a little weird. I guess the thing that I disliked um, is while I enjoyed the, I guess what you'd call it the breakup scene between Clara and the doctor, while I thought that was very well performed, it sort of, it, to me at least, it sort of felt like it came out of left field. Like Very forced. I, like I know the tensions are kind of high between her and 
uh, Capaldi's Doctor, unlike how they were with her and, and Matt Smith, obviously, but um, it still, it felt like, I mean, it felt like they were on a teeter-totter a little bit, but it still felt like they were in the middle of the teeter-totter, like it had not gone to one side or the other yet. And right. it sort of felt like they were standing in the middle of the teeter-totter, and then this episode happened, and then Clara just jumped as high as she could and as far as she could onto one side of the teeter-totter. Well, um, I, I got to think, if this is still Matt Smith, no way she reacts the same way. No, even if he does the same exact thing. Exactly. Um, and it's, you know, so that felt a little weird to me. Like it, like it, like I said, it kind of felt like it came out of left field a little bit. Like, right. you know, it's like, I know things have been a little tense lately, but, you know, I think you've maybe been through worse, perhaps. And, uh, well, I mean, maybe, I mean, she was on the moon with three other women. So maybe it kind of shifted something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to use the words, but you, you're married. You know what I'm getting at, right? Um, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> we, have, we have two perfectly well-aligned people in this house right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, you poor bastard. So it's, uh, you know, but they know. Uh, right. <laughs> and, and, and I can, and it's, and it's okay with me because they, they have to put up with me. So I, I guess for, you know, it's, it's only fair that, uh, that I, that I put up with them cause they put up with all of my bullshit. So I, I think it works out. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> although, although, in, although in the case of this show, the doctor does not seem to, this doctor anyway, does not seem to put up with much bullshit. No, he has uh, no fucks to be given um, by, by Capaldi doctor. But I mean, I, like I'm just saying, I, I, I sort of disliked that in the sense that, uh, you know, it just felt like she very rat, like it didn't feel like she was slowly coming to this conclusion. Like, Oh, that's the last straw. It was kind of like the straw was being bent a little bit. Uh, but this is, you know, it just sort of felt like she had the straw in her hand and then she's like, fuck it and snapped it in half like three times. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that really felt like it came out of nowhere for me. Um, so that was a little strange. Um, I don't know. What, 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 what were your thoughts? No, I mean, I, I'm with you on, on that ending. Uh, you know, I agree. It was very well performed. I mean, you know, they, they hit every step they should have and all that, but yeah, it, it, it felt like it came right the fuck out of nowhere. Right. Uh, that, I mean, very I mean, unexpected. I mean, she had the, I mean, she did have that really great line. I mean, when she was pissed, she was just like, um, she's like, I could, sl you know, I'll slap you so hard you'll regenerate. And right. I thought that was, a, oh, I thought that was such a badass line. I thought that was great. But, <laughs> um, you know, because it's like, it's so weird to hear somebody talk to the doctor like that. Um, and, uh, I mean, she was scolding him clearly, but it just felt, you yeah. know, oh, go ahead, continue with your thoughts. Oh no! I mean, you—I you, I couldn't agree with you anymore about this episode. Uh, the, there were a couple of things. Like, uh, I, I, I can't help but think that this is Matt Smith. There's no way she reacted like that. And even, you know, through her dealings with Pierre Capaldi, I mean, I don't think this is like the worst scenario she's been in with him. Like, if there sure. should have been a situation where she got this pissed, it was when you know he essentially brought you know in the caretaker he brought the alien to her school you know kind of deal like that should oh, have been right, one right. where she flew right the fuck off the handle because that's you know that's where she works that's where the, the the guy she's you know dating works i mean everything right. a bunch of kids not just you know a situation that pretty much felt like not as not as pedestrian as like any other doctor episode but the plot didn't seem all that uh, you know in, impactful is like some of the like the deeper episodes like you know what i mean like it didn't mm -hmm. feel like they were like that dramatic at times i mean it was right. it was still a good episode i mean you know peter capaldi again just my god this guy is just making doctor who his own 
Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's fantastic. No, I mean, this, yeah, this... It, it, it felt a, a little rushed at the end there, like just her just going from like zero to, to fuck you. And yeah. I, I really want to know what's going on with Danny Pink, like where he was just like, oh, I just had a really bad day. And he just gets hit that thousand yard fucking stare off into space. Like, you know, he's mm-hmm. mentally stabbing someone like at that exact moment. It's like, God, I just right. want to know what's going on there. Um, yeah, I this this felt like, um, you know, you're right. It, it felt kind of like a setup episode, really. Uh, where everything that happened in the episode was the setup for the moment at the end, uh, because that's going to apparently, uh, and presumably a moment like that is going to send the show in a slightly different direction, uh, going forward. You can't just have right. a moment like that and then have it not like be the impactful. season finale. It'll wrap around. We'll be like, Oh, okay. Right. Like some, like, some... like Moffat's already setting us up. Like he, he's right. He, right now he's just so tugging on his nips, like probably reading like, you know, the internet <laughs> stuff everybody's pissed off about. It. He's just like, Oh, you wait, you fuckers. Right. Like he's just, well, he's ready to bring it. Well, I mean, and of course the first episode of Capaldi's run, uh, they re bring up the, uh, the idea that, uh, the, the computer tech person that called Clara that put her in touch with Matt Smith oh, right. as the same person that put them together in the restaurant and that somebody wants to keep them together. And now they are apart. Um, right. so, I mean, clearly th- this is, you know, the, a uh, good direction to go in. I think we were both kind of just having issues with sort of how rapidly it, a- like, you know, it, it escalated really quick. Uh, yeah, like you said, seriously zero to, quick. Yeah, like zero to fuck you. Like you said, it was very fast. Um, I mean, what, what did you think, uh, in, uh, the other point that I wanted to, to touch on, uh, is, is how real the doctor is like, not a, he's a, oh, by yeah. that, I mean, he's a realist. He, he, uh, I mean, he, uh, the, the whole reason Courtney Woods was with them in the first place. And I, I don't remember <laughs> if she actually did anything of, of value really in this episode. Um, um, although they treat it like she did, I, I'm trying to remember if she actually had well, because like a she moment. was the, the, the first woman on the new or uh, on the moon. Oh, right, right, but, right. But even then, that didn't really turn out to be true, essentially, since there was already a woman on the space station. Like, I don't know if they actually addressed that part or not. <laughs> right, the space shuttle or whatever. <laughs> right. um, and, and they also attributed her helping to save the planet. Ah, uh, yes. Or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, outright, they said this whole thing is because the doctor, uh, apparently in an off-screen conversation, told her that she was not special. <laughs> there's nothing special about her. Um, he's just being a realist, man. It's a, there's a... I mean, look to every to every parent, their kid is special to them for sure. Right. Uh, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to outright, uh, uh, you know, outlight, you know, just lie to my children and say, you know, uh, and treat them like, you know, you're not just special to me. You're special to the world. You're special to to every, you know. And I, I think there is that kind of a vibe, and maybe that's just me, but I, I feel like there there is that kind of a vibe where, you know, you're not just special to me, you're, you know, special to humanity. I don't think people quite go to those lengths, but they do kind of give this air of like, you know, you're destined to do something, you know, not everybody obviously is destined to do something great or fantastic. (laughs) Uh, You know, in, in the, in the grand romantic sense of what we deem to be, you know, you know, uh, something tremendous or think, you know, to some people, uh, you know, a great life is just leading a good life and having a family that you care about and, uh, getting to do things you enjoy. Some people, you know, that's not what they want. Some people want to be famous or have their names echoed throughout eternity or whatever. Um, but yeah, this guy was just like, yeah, you know what? You're not that special. And, uh, Claire, I guess, is that why they took Courtney with him in the first place? That, that is exactly that. That's why he took her. He's like, well, you're going to be the first woman to walk on the moon. And so then, is, is he, a, is gone. he, so was he, a, do you think he was being a dick when he was, 
uh, telling her that she's not special or do you think? No, that's just how this guy, you know, how many people that like in his run have been like, Oh, what are we going to do? He's like, Oh, he's a dead man. And just, he just keeps rolling like on with his fucking day. Like, you know, cause he's got shit to do. Like, I love it. Like it, it's such a, a unique way. Like he's finally, he's always been an old man just because, you know, he's, you know, like a thousand years old, but now he's finally like curmudgeon like sure. about it, it. It's like the grumpy old men of doctor who, where he's just, he's just ready just to tell everybody to fuck off. Like, you know, but you know, he's still, because of the time spent with Clara, you know, he's still, he needs that connection. He needs that companion. But I mean, you know, now it, it almost doesn't seem like where Matt Smith would have been a lot more tearful. Like Capaldi almost just seems like, fuck it, whatever. I'm going to go to, Regular Dorian Express on the moon. You know what I mean, right? Um, yeah, he's uh, he's obviously a little more alien than he's been in quite a while. Not as <laughs> right. not not quite as relatable to uh, to humanity, and obviously, and, and you know, I think a lot of people are are forgetting about this. But the the last Matt Smith episode, he spent. I mean, because obviously they don't show it, but. He spent 900 years on Trenzalore with essentially not humans uh, <laughs> right. fight, fighting non-humans. And, you know, he, he fought a 900 year war. It's like you're wondering why he doesn't like, you know, so and, and it's like that. And he was the war doctor. And, you know, you wonder why he doesn't like soldiers. And, you know, maybe that whole situation, it, you know, helped inform who he is now. He's not the same person. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it's hard to expect a happy chipper doctor after having gone through everything the Matt Smith doctor went through, especially in his last three adventures. Uh, yeah. uh those were all, you know, earth shattering, you know, universe shattering, uh, things that all happened to him like right in a row. Those, you know, events are going to end up changing the person on top of, you know, and that's adding to the fact that regeneration always changes, uh, a doctor's personality and uh, and things like that, and you're you're compounding all of those things. Um, I, I don't think he's a jerk, but I, I definitely feel like he's, uh, you know, he he doesn't like hugging. He's not a very physical, touchy, you know, person. He's not in, you know, it's he, not like he's just an old man. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's it's not that he can't be silly or have fun or, um, or even be nice because he he can, but it's sort of in that. Like, um, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure everybody's had kind of like that older relative where they're set in their ways where they're like, oh, well, that's his, that's his way of complimenting you, essentially. Like, it doesn't feel like a compliment, but, you know, it's like the uh, he's not very good at showing emotion, that sort of thing. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of uh, the, the character he's portraying. I, I've seen a lot of people that are worried uh, that you know, they are going to find themselves not liking the doctor for the first time. But I mean, I, cause they've, you know, uh, because so far since the reboot, you've had, you know, even though Eccleson, I think was um, a little more edgier than Tennant or, or Matt Smith was. I mean, even he was still fairly chipper uh, right. uh, compared to Capaldi for sure. Uh, and they're, they're, they've been used to about seven years or so of a, a certain kind of doctor. And now it's a completely different take radical shift and uh yeah so i i have seen people have you have you talked to anybody who was like yeah i don't know if i like the show as much now have you met um, like that or seen people talking about it no really the only people who, who i know who are doctor who fans i mean you know they've been longtime fans or not even longtime fans just you know 
fans like since the relaunch but they've gone into like deep into like the world doctor like you know they've watched torchwood you know they've they've right. gone and seen some of the the older stuff so, i mean I, I think a lot of the a lot of the hot topic fans uh if anyone does jump ship i think it'll be them but i mean you know that i don't think it's really gonna affect the viewership all that much i don't see how you could not like it i mean it, it's such you know a, a different take on what we've seen like you know uh at least most of us who are uh you know, do jump uh, aboard with the relaunch. I find him right. I find him likable, but just in a different way than I found Matt Smith likable. It, it, uh, it's almost like when uh, when people first started cheering for Stone Cold before he actually became babyface <laughs> with a double turn with Brett. You know what I mean? He's like almost like an anti-hero to where you know right. he's just just this motherfucker. He doesn't care. He's he's not gonna you know flower right. you up or sugarcoat it. It's just I mean I that's would, just the way shit is. I mean I would rather you know put a gun to my head. I would probably rather hang out with the Matt Smith Doctor or the David Tennant Doctor if you're like you get to hang out with one for a day. Well, I'm sure, you're less likely to die with those guys. Right. It's like I'm sure I'd go hang out with the more fun loving guys for sure because that seems like a blast. That's not to say I don't like the Capaldi Doctor. I do. I just He's likable to me in a different way. He's likable because he's intriguing to me. Like, he's not likable. Like, oh, he's just, you know, Matt Smith was like, I could hang out with that guy. Like, he seems like a dude I could have a good time with. And we could have, you know, a great chat about something. Matt Smith Uh, just likes hanging out uh, as Matt Smith. Capaldi's actor is the kind of, you know, it's a likable, but it's in in the intriguing sense of like, I'd I'd like to read more about this person. I am interested in knowing more. Um you know, so it's a different kind of like. I'm 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 very invested into Capaldi's Doctor for sure. Uh, yeah. One more one more thing I want to mention before we uh, before we drop the drop the score, but uh, Danny Danny Pink, uh, do you think the show is angling for us to not like this character? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, because yeah, I mean you're already talking about it. You're 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 already kind of feeling like you might not. Uh, like this person, like he, unlike Rory, who did not really drive a wedge. Uh, he was, in fact, Rory, you know, we talked about it before, but Rory was kind of like the opposite Danny Pink, where, Christ. you know, if anything, he was kind of giving Amy and the doctor a little, you know, he, he was, ba- he backed off a little too much. Right. Uh, um, where Danny is, it clearly feels like he's trying to divide the two of them. Uh, it feels like maybe, you know, he's not overtly doing it, but it, it does feel like with his talks that he's having with her. And, uh, and I think it lends credence to, to the rumor that Ben brought up about him being a, like a, an alien or a cyborg or something. Right. That he might not be him anymore. Yeah. Um, I, and, and just the just the way like, you know, they, just that cast off line. He's like, I had a really bad day. Just that look on his face. It's like, damn, dude, I want to know what the fuck he did today. Well, I mean, and, and let's go back to this real quick, because you, we talked about how Claire went from zero to fuck you with the doctor. <laughs> and um you you could maybe tie that into the theory that Danny Pink is trying to drive a, a wedge between the two of them because uh, episode before this, Danny has that talk with Clara, right? Where he's like, you know, uh, this is going to happen someday. And uh, when it does, you need to come to me. Right. Because, uh, you know, it, it'll be okay with Danny Pink. And, um, you know, lo and behold, lo, lo and behold, something bad does happen. But bad stuff happens all the time when she's hanging out with it. Bad stuff happened when she was with Matt Smith uh, all the time. Uh, but lo and behold, you know, in her head, the wheels are turning and the very next uh, the very next adventure, something bad happens. And she's like, holy shit, Danny Pink was right. She loses her shit on the doctor and she goes right to Danny Pink. 
right. right afterwards. So maybe that could be an explanation for why, as you put it, so succinctly, she went from zero to fuck you, uh, you know, because maybe Danny Pink is in her head on this issue. And, uh, you know, maybe he is, in fact, attempting to drive a wedge. I mean, and it does seem like he is. He seems to he likes Clara a lot and he doesn't like the doctor. And, uh, you know, he obviously, you know, for whatever the reason is, I mean, even if he's not an alien or cyborg, he could just be a dick human being. Yeah, he could just be an asshole. <laughs> He's like, you know, I'm your boyfriend. Why are you hanging out with this guy? You're doing all of these dangerous things. I actually care about you. He does not seem to care about you. Um, you know what I mean? So it it could go either way. Uh, but one thing is for certain for me, uh, he seems they seem like they're angling for him to be an unlikable character, which Absolutely. is weird because when we first met him, I I liked him quite a bit. Yep. Actually, when we first met him, but you know, maybe that's the the rise before the fall. Like they're setting us up to to not like him uh, at some point. Although I've seen people, I've he's like seen... the Professor Quirrell of uh, Doctor Who. Right <laughs> yes, of he course. was just this bumbling, just stuttering kind of goof, and now he's just, just like sinister. Just give him a bit of a stutter, and yeah, you're all, right. all set. Well, he had one. He he stuttered in the beginning. Potter. Yeah. Yeah. We can we can put that in there for sure. I'm telling you, man. Um, you know, but at the same yeah. time, I, at the same time, I also see people saying that they uh, they're they feel like the show is setting them up to dislike Clara. Do you feel that that's the case? Uh, after the way she, she went from zero, like to fuck you, yeah, kind of. I could see how some people would start disliking her after that uh, that tirade she threw up. And that that and that was one of my things. It's like I'm not I'm not sure if I'm supposed to because di- I did walk away not liking her as much, but I'm like, is that like a is that like a performance thing or am I supposed to not like her that much? Because so far for the most part, I've really enjoyed the fact that they've expanded her character. You know, she went from being a, a mystery girl (laughs) being a mystery plot device to a real human being that we've, you know, we've learned more about this person and her, you know um, you know, some, some people would say that they don't like her because they feel like she doesn't have flaws uh, in the show. Like she always looks good. She always, uh, has the right advice at the right time. She always, you know, is the one to to save things. And you know, she's already, uh, she's already helped. Uh, you know, she already helped save Gallifrey. She made the Doctor who she is. She, right. you know, she's she saved every Doctor throughout history when she went into the Doctor's time stream. <laughs> um, you know, like they have really built her up, really, really huge. Um, so maybe you know, maybe they will uh, set her up for a fall as well. I don't know. I'm very to. Uh, while I'm torn on this episode and I did not think it was the best of the season, I, I do think that the possibilities it's setting up for future episodes is, is really high. So I am excited. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to I'm going to just uh, I'm just going to give it like a, a middle of the road. I'm just going to give it a three. Uh, I was not over, you know, I was not over the moon for this kill the moon episode. But um, like I said, the the possibilities it's setting up like I didn't feel it was a bad episode. I just feel like. Um, and I think my rating would have been higher had the the ending felt like it didn't necessarily come out of nowhere. Like, right. and I think what what didn't help was that the scene before where they're watching the the animal, you know, the creature hatch and the new moon egg thing get placed. Everything right. everything seemed kind of happy. Yeah, and, until the, the end, just and, watching like a space dragon. Right, and then she went from being happy to like, I'm leaving you, and you should never come back, and I hate you, and go away. And it just it did really feel sort of like it came out of left field. So yeah, uh, drop the score on us, Aaron. What do what do we got for Kill the Moon? 
Oh man, yeah. I, I, I don't. I, I can't go any higher than a three. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it. Uh, the, it the, the the parts that were good about it were good. I mean, the, the performances in it were, you know, as always, like per the show. I mean, you know, amazing. I mean, you know, the, they they really uh, they really packed a lot of drama in uh, to a short amount of time. But yeah, just the ending. It uh, I don't know, man. It just kind of soured me on the on the episode. Right. No, I hear you for sure. Um, but looking forward to this next episode. Um, they do list Jenna Coleman. Uh, in the cast for this episode, I'm presuming that we will maybe get some stuff with her with uh, Danny Pink a little bit, maybe near the end of the episode. But for the most part, this seems like it's going to be uh, an episode with uh, with the Doctor without a companion, right? Uh, which would be the first time for that in, in quite some time, right? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, probably, probably since, well, you know, before Claire, I mean, I guess it's, you know, episodically speaking, Clara has not been around for that many episodes, but actual time wise it, it has been a while since it's been since uh before jenna coleman hopped on board with matt smith since there's been uh, an episode yeah. with a regular uh without a regular companion so it's been a while since probably we've... the the lat like the last christmas episode uh, like in 2012 where the with the family mm-hmm. like the the the, the 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 tree people one yes <sighs> yeah 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 that yeah with the uh uh, with the uh, the World War Two or the World War One yes. fighter plane guy in the family, yeah, that was yeah. that was quite good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of fairly positive buzz uh, before this episode, uh, the the most uh, current one yet to air. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. You looking forward to it, sir? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It uh, it, it's it's kind of like, again like we had assumed, like because there was so many kind of. Uh, of break episodes in the, in the first few that uh, the show would start to get really heavy. So I'm not sure like, you know, cause this one looks like it's going to be another fun one. It so looks, it, it looks uh, like, it looks like fun, but it also looks fairly heavy as well. Apparently the, uh, the, the mummy, um, according to the BBC anyway, was too frightening for children to see. So they've up, they, uh, they raised the time slot. So it's going to air at a later time. Uh, nice. but, uh, uh, apparently without revealing too much, um, it's a mummy that, only people who are about to die can see, and it's oh, the thing geez. that kills them. Huh. Uh, so that could be interesting, especially with how the doctor is going to defeat it. Uh, presumably, he could not even see the mummy unless he himself was about to die. About to this die. is very curious to see how this is all going to go. Uh, I mean, so, awesome. Absolutely. So for Aaron De La Osa, I'm Anthony Lewis. We'll be back next week talking Series 8, Episode 8, Mummy on the Orient Express. to get to you to start the call for the show because uh in googling doctor who like i do before these podcasts uh sure, sure. i googled doctor who and one of the first uh news headlines i see is how matt smith was the latest celebrity hacked in the the latest round of the fappening oh god really yeah and if they tell you that doctor who has some nude photos online you're not not gonna look it up oh sure so call me weird but in all of his skinniness and yeah. paleness, yes. Well, I mean, this was definitely in his transition between, uh, like his his next to last season and his last season when he when he bulked up a little bit, and put on some beef. Oh right, right, yeah. Yeah, it's him and some model Daisy Lowe.
So good for Matt Smith. Yeah. Kudos. I mean, you know, obviously having the photos leaked is, you know, a real big pain in the ass. Right. And it's it's one of the most horrible things I think could happen to anyone. Uh, and also you're a fool for entrusting the internet to keep your private photos safe and secure as well. Absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, if I was him, I wouldn't be embarrassed about them. Uh, Cause you know, good right. for him. Right. He's still packing a Sonic uh, something or other. <laughs> it's like, Oh sure. Yeah. We'd, we'd, uh, we'd kill to have right. uh, such looks for sure. I would, I, I would, I would leak my own photos. Uh, 